What's up, my people? I'm your host, Chad Hostack, coming in with a good word. If I provide you any sort of value, please do consider making a donation. Donations are always appreciated. In tonight's Midnight Reflection, I'm going to be talking about my why behind sober life and my why behind simple living and the results that I get from both. So, when it comes to... You know, what exactly caused me to think, you know what, even though I'm not an alcoholic or a drug addict, I don't want to consume alcohol or mind-altering drugs. What exactly led me to that thought, to that decision? What led me to it is that I was reflecting on choices as i always do for any of you for those of you who keep up with my podcast since last year you all know that i'm really conscious and present with my choices and also reflect on them and i have never regretted being sober (laughs) i have never regretted refusing alcohol and i've never regretted refusing marijuana or what have you i have always um you know got better results from sobriety. And even though I'm not an alcoholic or anything like that, I decided it would be worthwhile to go the rest of my life sober for three reasons. Number one, I want as much clarity as I can possibly have in my thinking. Number two, I want to be as physically fit and as physically strong as I can become. And number three, I want to experience life, the good and the bad, with as much clarity as possible. So those are the top three whys, along with the origin story, that I've never, I never regretted being sober. And that's the thing, is there's benefits to sober life. Um, and, and people have talk to me like I'm crazy because I'm no longer drinking alcohol or anything like that. People, people are perplexed by the idea that I want to be sober all the time. And that showed me that, you know, a lot of the people I've interacted with, they, they, they have their own quarrels with, uh, sobriety. And, and the thing is, I, I even wrote a blog about the advantages of going sober life. The first one being, experiences are raw, understood better, and remembered. The next one being, it's easy to keep your environment clean and organized, which that's true. You know, when I quit buying bottles of alcohol and mixers, you know, um, there's less cans and bottles in my room, in a garbage bag. There's less garbage for me to throw out. And, you know, I have my groovy juice with me right here. It's non-alcoholic. It's a glass of ice with slices of lemon and lime and Coke Zero. I like it a lot. It's not necessarily a replacement for alcohol. It's just a drink I like to have, you know, when I'm up at night doing my thing. And it's so nice to just have my room clean all the time and organize. It clears my mind. 
and you know everything is rightfully in its place where it belongs for its intended purpose and it just makes my workflow a lot better going sober the other one is you aren't as likely to say or do things you regret that's true you know whether it's drunk calling your ex or cussing out your boss in a voicemail when you're drunk or high or whatever <clears throat> you know we lose the ability to govern ourselves so we're not likely to make decisions we're going to be proud of we might be proud of it when we're intoxicated but intoxicated us is a totally different animal and going sober you're not as likely to say or do things you will regret this is my favorite one money piles up yeah I mean you're spending like what ten dollars and something cents on a fifth or you're like buying a case of pop for like six bucks for your mixer or I mean yeah you know just drugs on call that it can add up financially and yeah, it gives you a good experience when you're intoxicated, when you're drunk or high or buzzed or whatever. But you know what? Like going sober life, money piles up. And you can either save it or allocate it to different things. For me, I save most of it, spend a little bit of it on books, courses, and workout supplements. And also things that get me out of the house, like a water bottle, a, water bottle, a soccer ball, the like. And I just go to the park and have a fun time and meditate over there. It's easy to maintain weight, weight loss and muscle growth. That's self-explanatory. Your energy levels and moods will be more stable sober. Yeah. Especially when you actually face your emotions. And you actually like sit with them instead of try to distract yourself from them with like food or technology. Or drugs or alcohol you know you can you can master yourself and be a more calm person and you're less likely to take things personal like you're less likely to over personalize things when you're sober and the last one is your focus belongs to you you know it, it's so easy to be distracted and waste time when you're intoxicated you know, so those are just some of the benefits of going sober life. And the thing is, like, people act like sobriety is going to be boring or something. Truth be told, like, that fun, charismatic version of you that just does whatever they want, that's inside you already. It's just the drugs and alcohol bring it out. You know, you got to learn to be that... F you need to learn to have fun being sober. You know, like... Yeah, I, we all have fun in different ways, but like you don't you don't have to get high or drunk before you walk into a Seven Eleven to buy food and drinks and all that. You don't have to be drunk or high to go to the aquarium and have a fun time learning about fish and looking at fish. You don't have to be drunk or high when you're at the park or you're at the beach or at a museum or a networking event. You don't have to drink at a networking event. You don't have to drink anything alcoholic. Yeah, you can have just as much fun, if not more sober than you can uh, when you're intoxicated. You know, I love, you know, binging YouTube videos, going through courses, you know, reading books, sober, and I, I'll have like water or a cup of tea or my groovy juice, that I call it. Um, or I'll be watching anime or a movie or show that I like. 
or a YouTuber that I like. I've been watching a lot of that. Uh, what's his name? I'm going to look up. He's the stealth camping guy. Um, I'm looking up right now. Stealth camping. Steve, Steve Wallace. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of him. He does a lot of cool, crazy shit, you know. Camping in a roundabout. Like, it, it's so crazy. That That's cool. You know, it, it, it's fun watching people do, do stuff like that. But yeah, there's just a lot of ways you can have fun when you're sober. Like, you know, a lot of people talk about on their sober life journey. And mind you, a lot of these people do tend to be former drunks. You know, former alcoholics. Or, I mean, they are alcoholics, but they're choosing to go sober. For, for me, I'm just a dude who chose to go sober life anyway. But, you know, a lot of these people talk about how they lost their friends and, and stuff when they decided to quit drinking and, and all that. For me, I actually didn't. Like, I'm actually still acquainted with everyone in my network, even the people who do drink. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I actually haven't had that experience, so... Um, you know, for you, maybe it will be different, but you know, the, the clarity, strength and experience that comes with sobriety is so amazing. I don't mean to hype it up or anything, but I'm just saying like, I'm getting what I wanted out of it. I'm thinking a lot more clearly. I'm becoming a lot more stronger mentally and physically, and I'm having experiences that shape my worldview. Simple life, why? Why do I choose to keep things simple? Why do I why why do I choose this? Well, the reason I think it's important to keep things simple is because it brings me peace, contentment, and it makes my priorities clear. The thing is like it's so easy to overcomplicate things. It's so easy to make life harder than it should be. We mess up our lives and then we try to justify it. You know, we find all these faults in ourselves. We find all these faults in other people. We find faults in our experiences and, you know, we'll, we'll over-personalize things, you know, that we've done or said to ourselves or other people. We'll over-personalize, you know, bullshit from other people. You know, we'll, we'll find things wrong with our experiences instead of adapting to them to improve ourselves and become more independent. You know, there's just, like, we we overcomplicate things that way. You know, we, we read too into the experiences of our lives. And you know what? Sometimes our lives are complicated. And you know what? So, sometimes life is hard. It's not always because we made it that way. Sometimes we just get under a spell of bad luck and things just turned out the way they did. Them's the breaks. You know thing there's things we can't control and yeah so like even in my life sometimes things get over complicated not because it was by my doing or someone in my life but just the way things turned out you know there's more of the world than there is of us that will certainly be the case sometimes but you know more to my point we can still keep things simple so even if we have to do even if we do have to change our environment even if we have to do change the people we're around and interact with, you know, even if it is the way we make money that has to change, or rather how much money we make, you know, I, I, I still think it's important to keep things as simple as possible. 
you know, we don't have to create like false dichotomies like always be ourself or never be ourself. We don't have to do anything like that. You know, we just have to focus on what is in our control, choose the best way to think about something, the best things to say and the best things to do, the best habits to have in order to shoot for a better life. Then, then we do it. We got to keep it that simple. But yeah, keeping my life simple, it, it's more than just like being conscious of my choices. It, minimalism and maximizing play, plays a role in it too. So what do I minimize? I'm a minimalist when it comes to my possessions, purchases, and bills. I don't want to pay for a lot of stuff. I don't want to buy a lot of stuff. I don't want to own a lot of stuff. And that was in reverse order. But yeah, I, I don't want to own a lot of stuff. I don't want to buy a lot of stuff, and I don't want to pay for a lot of stuff, reoccurring bills. I, I want to be minimalistic with my possessions, my purchases, and my bills. And every month I do a monthly purge where I either give away, throw away, or sell things I don't use. I do not miss any of the items that I purge. None of them. There is no clutter in my bedroom, there is no clutter in the closet, on surfaces, or on my workstation. Everything I, I own, I either use or I purge at some point, right? I either use it or I purge it, you know? And that's why it's so easy for me to just hop on here and do a podcast. It's easy to hop on my workstation here and start writing something or reading something or watching something because everything is where it needs to be for its intended purposes. And that brings organization, you know, to the way that I live, you know, there's no extra something that I don't need in here. You know, the, the clothes are where the clothes go. The dirty clothes are where the dirty clothes go. Um, the, the laptop and, you know, keyboard is where it needs to be. My note-taking stuff is where it needs to be. You know, even, even on my laptop, even on my hard drive, I have things organized. Everything's in the proper folder for the intended purpose. There's no extra BS involved in it. There's no junk folder. There's no junk drawer. There's no junk corner. There's no junk space. You know, the books are in the bookshelf. The calendar is on top of the cork board. And the whiteboard is next to the cork board. I have posters on my wall of things that inspire me. Uh, yeah, I mean, like... Like, I have very few things. It's not down to where I could put it all in a backpack or anything. But it would be a really easy to transport to a different state kind of situation. And so it's like... You know, I, I just don't need a lot of stuff. Um, there are things I want. Like, I do want a MacBook. And then I'll have to figure out if I want to sell my laptop, my Windows one. Uh, yeah, there's just things I'll have to figure out when I get there, but I do want to switch to Mac, even if it is for a temporary time, because I'm really curious about their creative tools. But yeah, you guys get the idea. The next thing I'm minimalist about, the next thing I, I keep minimal, is the company that I keep. Like, I have a lot of room for associates. I have a lot of room for acquaintances. You know, my my phone book, you know, the contacts app in my phone like there are a lot of people on it whether it's people i met that i want to have conversations with later 
or, you know, people to follow up with about stuff. You know, I have a lot of those kinds of people or even like potential dates. But when it comes to, uh, you know, my friends, my most trusted counsel, you know, I don't, I don't need a lot of, I don't need a lot of advisors. I don't need a lot of people to advise. I don't need a lot of people to collaborate with. I don't need a lot of people to know who I am or what I'm doing or what I'm up to. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't need that. You know, I, I just, I just need a few really good friends, some solid people that I can share bad news with, that can share bad news with me, and we help each other with our goals. And you know, me and my network, we're all living our own different lives. And there are a few people I talk to every day, and I love doing that. There are a few people. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I just don't need a lot of friends. I, I, and also my, my friendship circles, including my most trusted counsel, they change over time anyway. That's perfectly fine. Though Cody has always been my friend and always will be. And he's more like a brother to me. He's part of the family. Yeah. <clears throat> the last thing I'm a minimalist about is the fucks that I give. I think it's important to not give a fuck. About things that don't deserve a fuck. You know, 99% of things in life have nothing to do with me. <laughs> you know, I have no influence on them and they don't matter to me. And they don't have to matter to me. They shouldn't matter to me. There's so many things that go on in life. Like whether it's tragedy or comedy. Positive or optimistic. Good or evil. You know, there's so many things going on that do not matter. And what does matter to me? You know, whatever is on my bucket list. Whoever is a personal friend of mine. Whoever is a colleague. You know, th those are the people I give a fuck about. And those are the things I do give a fuck about. And of course I want to see society do good, you know. But the thing is, like, society doesn't even know who I am. I'm literally just some guy on the internet with a podcast and a blog. But my, my thing is, like... You know, if you end up caring too much about things that don't matter to you, especially if they have nothing to do with you and you have no influence on them, you're going to be fucking miserable. And that's this is one of my super-duper secret keys. I'm kidding. But it's one of my super-duper strategies for, you know, maintaining calmness in my life is knowing what matters to me. Yeah, figure out what matters to you, your bucket list, your definition of having your shit together. You know, I fit my definition of having my shit together, and I do have a bucket list with feats I'm pursuing. It's on my projects page on my website, if you want to check that out. <clears throat> but yeah, those are the three things I'm a minimalist about. Possessions, purchases, and bills, the company I keep, and the fucks I give. And giving min keeping those things minimized makes my life a lot easier. So what are the things I choose to maximize? Well, the first thing is diet and nutrition. I like eating a lot of good stuff, high protein, high fiber, you know, low carbs, low fats, with some cheat meals. And then also exercising, trying to hit a new personal best in the gym. You know, I have a solid gym routine. I'm always trying to see if I can do more reps, you know, um, on the different days I'm working out different targeted parts of my body. You know, I'm trying to become stronger. I'm trying to trying to maximize my physical health. And the second one is having fun. You know, like, it's important to have fun in life. 
Whatever that may mean to you. Yeah, I'm trying to maximize that. Yeah, I'm going to watch as much anime as I want, and there's nothing anyone can do to stop me. I'm going to drink all the root beer floats I want, and there's nothing anyone can do to stop me. I'm going to play all the video games I want, and there's nothing anyone can do to stop me. I'm going to have all the fun that I want. Yeah. And the third thing I'm a maximist about. I'm a maximalist. Or what, what, what do you call that? The third thing I maximize. Productivity, self-education, and creativity. Want results? Take action. Want better results? Take better action. Want massive results? Take massive action. It's that simple. If I'm to get more done, I must do more. Whether it's creating something or researching something, I will maximize my effort and allocate more time to it to improve results. So pretty much being results focused, part of my core values. You know, so that's where I'm a minimalist and maximist. I mean, or maximizer. Yeah, and that, that that's that this is probably the framework that keeps my life the most simple, really. You know, it, it brings me peace, contentment, serenity, and it helps me get my priorities in order, and it helps me live a life well spent. So when it comes to the results of sober life and living a simple life, you know, the main the the number one thing it does for me is it gives me a clear purpose. You know, and that that's really where the bucket list is foundational for a clear purpose. Whatever you want to do before you die, that's what you need to be doing. That those are your purposes. You know, your purpose is to fulfill your bucket list so you can live a life well spent, whatever that may mean to you. The second biggest thing is it's organized my efforts. You know, like I'm not trying to impress anybody that I don't like. I'm not I'm not even trying to prove anything to anybody. You know, I'm just living a life that is meaningful to me. And my efforts, I, I know where they're going and they are well spent efforts. You know, that's why there's very, very little room. Actually, there is no room for self-pity or self-aid. Those emotional modes of being are not going to serve me, so I don't entertain them. And my efforts go towards my goals. Because I keep everything simple and I'm sober. Um, I become more effective. That's another thing I notice. Like, because I have, you know, clarity and I'm becoming stronger and I'm making proper sense of my experiences. I have peace, contentment, and my priorities straight, you know, and my efforts are spent well and I have a clear purpose. It makes me more effective as a person, you know, not just as a businessman, but also as somebody who, uh, is just trying to get the most out of life and, and live meaningfully. And the last thing, this is the most important benefit of sober life and simple living is sanity. You know, that's a, that's a really big deal. When it comes to sanity, you know, there is hope through honesty as it can bring about clarity and clarity leads to accuracy. Accuracy then leads to sanity, and sanity leads to wealth. At least that's the sense that I made of it. I'm not just talking about wealth in terms of money, like monetary-wise. I'm talking about like wealth as in like a clear mind, 
clear thoughts, clear purpose. You have zen, peace, contentment, and serenity. And I'm not saying you can't have any of these things and have a little bit of alcohol or have a little bit of, smoke a little bit of pot, you know, the ganja, whatever you want to call it. Like, I, I, I guess you could have all those things, but to what degree is the big question. And I know that with Sober Life, you can have all these things to the most max degree possible and beyond what you think is possible. I mean, like, may, maybe sobriety isn't for you. I mean, I think sobriety is for everybody, but maybe it's, maybe if you're not an alcoholic, I, I guess you can keep drinking. I mean, do you. But I do believe sober life can work for everybody. And maybe simple living isn't for you. You know, maybe, maybe you're meant, you know, to have a chip on your shoulder. Maybe you're, maybe you're meant to be really ambitious and, uh, you know, be dissatisfied with who you are and what you're doing. And maybe, maybe that's your path. You know, maybe you want a bunch of stuff. You know, maybe, maybe you want a bunch of all that. You, maybe you want the opposite of things that I want. Fine, so be it. But I do believe that sobriety, you know, sober life, I do believe that simple living is for everybody. I believe it could benefit people, even if it was done for a temporary time. Or if you want to be like me and go lifelong with it, cool. But yeah, like, I, I believe that through uh, sober life, you know, sobriety, I believe through keeping everything simple... You'll have a clear purpose, organize efforts, become more effective, and have sanity to a greater degree than if you didn't live simple and you didn't live sober. And so that that's my explanation. That is the why behind sober life. And that is the why behind keeping things simple. Is the results that I get from it that I don't believe you could have as much of otherwise. Clarity, strength, experience, peace, contentment, proper priorities, a clear purpose, organized efforts, become more effective, become more sane, and in touch with sanity and reality, and have all the wealth you can have of it. <laughs>